Hey guys, we are live on YouTube. This podcast will be available on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and it will simulcast on the Dirty Sheets as well. Before we begin, let me let you know the fight show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll also support you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We'll also support you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And finally, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. I am Billy. I am the host of The Fight Show and the Soccer Gamma podcast, and I am the owner of the Dirty Sheets podcast. You are on the Dirty Sheets YouTube channel here if you can see us. And I'm joined by my regular colleague, Mr. Cav Manning. What's happening, baby? It's mania season, and we're going to be doing some gambling picks. I mean, I, This is always fun when uh, because you guys in the other side of the world, over there, England, you get to actually gamble on these things. And I guess some parts of the United States, but not you me. You keep saying that, like, but you keep saying that, but you're in a, <laughs> you're in a pussyfied state. You can't do it it's there. Ridiculous. But of course there are like many, many, many states where you can. It's, I don't know what the, what's going on with, with, with California. And with you know, why, why you don't, we've been approved to like, the bill went through and all that. It was like, okay, we can gamble. And it's like, but, Two years later, we're waiting for them to go, now here's the app. I'm, I'm like, so if I try to do DraftKings or anything like this, it's it blocks you from where you're at. And so I have to do overseas stuff where it's like, you know, the weird dots, no dot coms and stuff. It's They're always weird stuff. And I could do those, which is what I do for football, but they don't have wrestling on it. So I'm, you okay. know, that's what I would love to do is the wrestling one because that seems to be much more of a shoe in. Let me fish around with my clients and let me see where they're betting and how they're betting and what they're doing. Like some, I mean, a lot of guys tell me, I we get everything, we just can't do the parlays. So what some hmm. of the guys do is the way a parlay works is basically if you have three selections, for example, um, the winnings. So say you put fifty dollars on something and the odds are evens plus 100 so $50 will become 100 what that 100 will do is it automatically go into the next selection without you doing anything right it's mm-hmm. already set up uh, which is useful when and nfl games are all played at the same time with wrestling it's match by match so essentially you could be doing your own parlay the only difference would be is that when the match wins you'll be collecting all your winnings and then putting it straight back on the next match that you have earmarked anyway so say for example you like reigns rousey and johnny knoxville then you would be able to go Rousey on Saturday, take that winnings, put it onto Knoxville, collect that, and wait and get it all in time for the Roman match, and then put it all on. But you are putting it all back on each time. That's the parlay risk is still there. So that's how some of the guys are, are getting around it by just being online during the show. You you've always had some uh, good ones when we've done this before with the different parlays, and there's always some like weird stuff to the parlays too. It's just not normal. 
um, this will happen or this will win, this will win. It's it's always a little uh, tease in there with uh, certain ways to win or some somebody will show up and things like that. So it's always been uh, interesting type of bets. Yeah, so if you want to get all of my official plays for WrestleMania, there's two ways to do that. If you're just after wrestling and you just and you just want to get back WrestleMania tomorrow, there's a combat pack which gets you wrestling, which gets you WWE, AW, and UFC. And that's by going to the datasheets.com and getting the combat pack. But if you want all my sports, and I am a sports handicapper who legitimately has 106 months in a row of transparent track profit. I'm the only one in the world, I assure you who's been undefeated for I'm two months away from being able to say I haven't had a single losing month in nine years. So that's by going to this website. Uh, I always get confused on pointing on these things. It's backwards. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's backwards. Uh, Lockbetting.com. That's where you can go to get all of my picks. That'll be soccer, NBA, tennis, wrestling, everything that we do. Uh, Spreadsheets are available to look at. If you go to the Lockbetting.com site, the pinned tweet at my Twitter account, which is at Lockbetting.com. So everything you see there, taking away the dot at lockbetting.com, the Twitter account, the pin suite is all the previous PLs. I use Patreon and you can see all of the members' comments and everything's there. So you can see it's 100% legit. The sign up as early as you can because Patreon have a weird billing cycle where they will bill you at the start of the month. So get the whole month, get all the soccer tomorrow morning and then get WrestleMania in the evening and everything else for the rest of the month too. Okay, so should we roll with the with yeah. the matches? Do you, yeah. to, you don't want to go. <coughs> sorry, you don't want to go Saturday, Sunday. You just want to go top to bottom. Is that? Yeah, sure. Way? Let's just roll through. Okay. Well, we can tell people this matches on this day and this matches on that. I, do you know what? To be honest, I'm not even sure off the top of my head if I know every single one. I think I can go like, you know, eleven, twelve out of fourteen. But I, I have them all in front of me, which because they have which changed is. a few things. Yeah, what, sir? I have the list in front of me for what day is oh. what, so we could play that game if you want to, too. Uh, I don't know if it's a game as such, but yeah, we can <laughs> see. if we your can knowledge. See. We can see. I mean, I know what it was, but let's see uh, like what, what, what the finalized list is. Okay. okay, so we have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in the main event on Sunday night. I know that. Uh, Roman Reigns is the one to three minus 300 favorite mm. and Brock Lesnar is available at two to one plus 200. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure you'd have to put down that bundle to get anything back with Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns should be winning this. Would you put down that bundle or would you look at this as a, as one of those parlay pieces? When I was out, earlier on outlaying my parlay, would you look at this as one of the pieces? Are you are you really certain about this one? More so than other matches? I'm more so about this one than pretty much all everything else. Uh, in my mind, this one is is the lock. So I would uh I still wouldn't put the the bundle on. I'd almost leave it alone because the odds are so bad. But if if I am doing the rollover thing, I'm putting this on there at the end. Can you imagine that they come out of this with like a a double knockout or something. I can't imagine at main if it's any other pay per view. I can imagine it because we've seen Brock split open Orton to end a pay per view. <laughs> it was like, right. well, okay, and everyone's excuse was, well, they could do that to us because it's now not pay per view. So, uh, but at Mania, it's a different world. You can't. I mean, I, I can't even imagine they would do that. 
over under here. So 10 to 11, 10 to 11, minus 110, minus 110. They over under in this market, which is available at unibet.com or unibet.co.uk, but could be available in other places as well. Uh, 17.5 minutes, 17 minutes, 30 seconds over or under. I'm going over. I would, I would have, I thought the over under would have been at 20 to tell you the truth. And I was like, e because I think that's what they would say. Yes. I I think they've got to go 20. That's I think like, uh, let me just go ahead. Go on. Sorry. No, go, you go. Uh, well like hearing about all the blood and that there's going to be carnage and everything like that. I think it's got to go, uh, long. Not long, but longer than you don't think normal. The blood could be a shortcut to go less. Nah, being being the one that everybody's waiting for, I can't imagine that this ends that quickly. Well, I mean, 17 and a half minutes feels a long time. You remember the match that we went to at WrestleMania 31, and we went to the one at 34. I mean, we've we've watched this main event twice, like, yeah. um, which is crazy. But like, um, this is the this is the first time in history. I believe that the main this is the main event for the third time because people the trick question would be oh Rock Austin had three they didn't have three main events they didn't have three main events Austin and Rock didn't have three main events they were calling it the main event the Raw's main event that year or whatever but it wasn't the last match this is legit the only match when what were the straight. other one where they weren't the main event what was with Rock and Austin. Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. Oh, that was the other Rock Austin. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, the match that at WrestleMania 31, which felt long to me, felt like they told a long story. 16 minutes and 43 seconds. Hmm. And 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 you got to admit and that that's feels, with passion too. Yeah. And that that felt long. And then you got the the other main event they had at WrestleMania 34. That one was, gosh, this is a long card, 34, 15 minutes, 55. So in order to go over this mark, they would have to go longer than they've ever been at WrestleMania, which is scary. I probably would leave this. You would leave this one alone. Okay. See, I'm, Yeah, I, you know, what's funny is I was actually thinking about this today, wondering, I go, oh, they're actually going to probably finally have a long match because we know Brock has, you know, three minute match and that's going to be it. You know, it's just carnage and move on. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not jumping to jump on this, of course, but if I had to, I'm going with the over. All right. Um, okay. So up next we have, let's do Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I think I consider that to be the main event on night one, although it's very likely now that Steve Austin will be in that slot and we'll look at markets for that, that uh, whole segment individually. Ronda is the one to four favorite, so a stronger favorite than Roman, minus 400. And Charlotte is the three to one underdog. I've only seen one person pick Charlotte, and that was Joe Cronin on our show yesterday. What yeah, do you think? I, I would go with, I'd go with Ronda as well. Um, especially, well, and, and see, here's the thing too, is we got to see what happens, obviously, on SmackDown that is not aired yet. And I don't know if they've beaten that formula to where it's whoever's standing is the one who loses the next time out. Um, because Ronda got uh, beat up the last time we saw anything. But I, I'm, I'm going with Ronda in this. I, I don't think Charlotte's going to hold on to this after, after this grudge match and it's Ronda's return and going for the title and all that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I laid out the only scenario where I see it happening, which would be um, Becky losing her belt and something condescending happening prior to the match where backstage interaction, whatever, then Becky comes out and inter- interferes. I mean, you could see something crazy like, um, I don't know, this is very left field, but what if Bailey helps Becky and Becky helps Charlotte and, like, you know, they do something with these these horsewomen have decided mm. that they want to take the company back or, or whatever. Like, and they, you know, Sasha turns on Naomi after the match and, you know, they're all there. Like, I don't know. Like, it's I, I mean, it's a great idea. I, I don't know if they would do it, though, with... No, they wouldn't. They won't do it. No, I'm just saying, I'm trying to look for... Uh, Crane's put it in my head. And I think I also put in his head the fact that can Becky lose and Charlotte lose and the tag team titles lose, which would mean all the women's belts are switching because a lot of people have Bianca winning and they have, um, and, and Ronda winning as well. But as I outlined on this night, you're going to get the, um, you know, the, whatever happens with Logan Paul, you're going to have the big thing with Austin at the end. Are you going to have like uh, Bianca winning the belt and getting her big moment somewhere in the middle of the card where it's lost um, Ronda winning, which also could be in the middle of the card, could be at the beginning of the card. It seems like a lot of throwaway where you're gonna, where you're just gonna be like whoa, 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 and then like things get lost. It it's okay if you're talking about AW, but I don't think this is. Oh, sorry, I don't think this is how WWE book a, book a show. Yeah, in my head, a lot of the uh, the good guys in this show are winning. That's why I was like, that that's what's rough. It seemed like every time I was getting to. A match. I I was thinking good guys are winning um, for the most part, but yeah, I mean, it's very unpredictable. Obviously, with and, and you are expecting mania is the time you do expect something to happen that you're not expecting. So if that makes sense, uh, so you could see this being either way. But I, for Ronda to lose is it's it's hard to believe. She came back. She's lost once. And then she comes back. She's gonna lose again at Mania, back to back, or whenever she's been at Mania, uh, like this that quickly. Uh, I'm putting it on Ronda. Okay, so then we go to the other match, and Becky is the two to one underdog as well. Same odds. Uh, Bianca's one to three, and Becky's two to one. Uh, actually, sorry, Bianca's one to sorry. Ronda was one to four. My mistake. Ronda was one to four and Charlotte was three to one. Here, Bianca's one to three and Becky Lynch is at five to two. So Bianca's slightly less than a favorite. I would have this a lot wider. I think this match is a lot closer because of the haircut now and everything. I feel like that did much it for like me. I feel like much like I feel like about Edge. I feel like this person is taking on a a different a different character now. I feel like Becky's going to kind of been like what Dakota Kai was in NXT, but kind of turned up a lot more. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think this whole, there's an assumption out there that Becky and Becky and Seth lose this weekend and they just go away on some, you know, some holiday for two months. But I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. I think you have a lot of stuff afterwards when, okay, you, you're going to lose Logan Paul, uh, Brock Lesnar, Johnny Knoxville. Um, I, we don't know what edges schedule is, whether he's going to be back for the way he's going to be around for the next pay-per-view. Um, so I feel they're going to be shorthanded anyway without suddenly letting Seth and Becky go on a vacation. Yeah, I can't imagine she would go on a vacation after she's been gone for so long and then finally get back. I can imagine gone a week 
that's about it. You know, it's like, and if she lost and that's that hide for a little bit and then come back. But after the haircut thing, it has swayed me now to Becky winning. Like I was saying where it's always whatever happens prior, it's going to be the opposite type of thing. And a haircut, it's not just like she got beat up. She got her haircut. So I'm really expecting though, if this ends and Bianca does win, I can really see Bailey coming in and cutting her hair off right off the bat because that is how we left that program before Bailey was gone. And that's where it was what going. What about Bailey? What about Bailey interfering in the match and then then they, they cut her hair off as she loses? That's a great one too. I, I could I could see either way. I'm I'm thinking that hair comes off and and it would be at Mania that it comes off, which is properly way to do. Because also if it comes off at Mania and if it's Bianca who has won the title and it comes off still at Mania, then it can be hair versus title. And Bailey's putting up her hair versus getting a title since the hair's already cut on the other side, which was my original, she's got to have her hair cut. It's not hair versus hair. That ponytail's got to get the hell out of here already. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking that hair gets cut, though, at at Mania, no matter what happens, I think her hair's getting cut. And that's how it leaves it going into Raw. So it's like, oh, can't wait to see what she looks like. And she's grabbing her hair, crying at the end, you know. But Cronin had a great idea about that she should have cut her hair off last week and had it under the ring and still used it. So it's like it didn't prevent her from being able to use it. She still was using it. Like, But it, wouldn't it be a foreign object at that point? If it's not attached to you, it's a foreign object. No, I... I I guess so. I mean, I guess that means that you can just you just bang people out of your dick, right? If you enough. chop here, chop it off. <laughs> you chop it off, it's a disqualification. Um, so this match is very interesting from a betting perspective because I've got two bookies open here, and this is why it's interesting. One says Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, and they have the same odds. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes, 1 to 500. Seth Rollins available at 3 to 1. My other book says mystery opponent versus Seth Rollins. Now, once again, you have the same odds. As I said, Rollins three to one, mystery opponent one to five. I'm not backing the mystery opponent. I tell you why. Cody Rhodes is winning. It's Cody is going to be there. He'll be in this spot. But I'm very, very wary of the look that McMahon gave him. And I'm very, very wary of the gauntlet situation. Now, if Seth Rollins beats his first mystery opponent and he is in a gauntlet, you can contact this book. There's no way this bookie can't pay you because he beat the mystery opponent. Yeah. They cannot say he lost because he lost to the third person in a gauntlet if that's the way they choose to do it. I don't think they will. I don't think that they're smart enough to to say, okay, all the crowd know, let's swerve them with some shit mm-hmm. and then drop Cody as the third guy. I also think from Cody's perspective, that's not really great coming in and and winning as a third man in a gauntlet. I mean, it's, it's great, obviously, because he's going to get a bigger pop that way. But I think the pop's going to be good anyway. Sometimes I think in this day and age, people are just going to find out shit. Like people like me are giving out things away. People like Dave are helping the WWE by getting things wrong. Um, but but at, at more overall, in the end, more people as we get to showtime, do gravitate towards the right information one way or another. 
Um, so it's very hard to keep it a surprise. But that doesn't mean you should mess this up and be like, okay, like don't give him Cody. Or okay, like let's win Cody by making him the third man in a gauntlet. I don't think they'll do all that. I think they'll just say, look, everybody knows we'll try to swerve them. Like we'll try and leak some shit out maybe if they can be bothered to make the effort. But essentially, I think it's Cody going to Cody is going to be the, the guy that comes out. But I would avoid just to be safe. I would avoid any books that have it listed as a mystery opponent. Make sure you're taking Cody and Cody only if they have Cody listed. I was. I'm, or just avoid this. Thought. I'm right with you with uh, what you were saying, and and I knew where you're going with it too about. It's that's way too risky because we are thinking that gauntlet style and uh, which, like you said, they probably won't do anyway. But that is very much. I think Vince hears that people know that it's Cody. So I'm thinking there's going to be something thrown in here to throw us off at least for a few before it does happen. Um, my my wish and hope, you know, is that it's the Undertaker. And save Cody for the next day, but that's wishful thinking. So yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't I wouldn't even touch this, uh, no matter what. Not not when you don't know anything for sure when they haven't announced, I'm not touching it. I don't think Undertaker's wrestling, because I got a new story through today and like you're getting some news here exclusive. Um that there was an idea that before the world title match that he would be he would come out with a new title. No and the, the Undertaker, the Undertaker would do his entrance with a new title, and the, at the end of the match, he would give it to Roman or Brock. To wow. which point he said, "No, like it wasn't make. I don't really want to sit out there um, for thirty, forty minutes. It would be weird." So, if he's sitting, so, I yeah. could, yeah, it would be. Weird. I think if he did come down, he should hand it to the you know guy in the ring who's you know where the referee to start the match and leave. And don't don't sit there. That's yeah. That's way out of uh, unless he's just coming down as as we see him nowadays in his uh, nine line t shirt or something hanging out. Yeah, I mean he could wear he could wear, wear like wear it on his uh, on his waist and drive it down in a bike. Like I mean, Mark he's, he could do it. He could do it as Mark Calloway, American badass, or, or whatever. <laughs> Mark Calloway, the American badass. You imagine? Mark Calloway is here to present the <laughs> WWE title. I mean, Jesus. Let's just ruin it all. <laughs> just Undertaker's joining us here on commentary. Oh my the, God! Of- Destroy the whole legacy in one night. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not my character anymore. How you guys doing? Oh, oh my God! Don't ruin my childhood. Um. All right, so we have uh, Edge versus AJ next, where AJ was the favorite when this line opened. They're now exactly the same odds. Hmm. It's 10 to 11 on Edge, and it's 10 to 11 on AJ. You and Joe Cronin. This one is on night two. You and Joe Cronin uh, have talked me back from this, where I said, oh, of course, AJ, he gets his revenge for being killed. And you guys have made sense saying, well, when you become a new character and Edge is losing these things he's got to get a win to keep this going and they could keep going the next time if if aj wins this why would you keep going unless aj wins and then gets killed afterwards again but it kind of looks repetitive he's killed the same way he was already killed once um so yeah i yeah, would want to stay if he loses if he loses it's like fucking up the the diet on january the third you know like mm-hmm. you, you have to try and get that all that new year shit through to at least the 
the second week of the year. And I think it's the same thing here where um, I think AJ needs to get, uh, sorry, Edge needs to get a win with this character before we start putting losses on it. Especially when it's, it's different from what he, to lose that music, to not have that music at WrestleMania and everything and going into this different direction. It's big and it's different, but I don't know if it's necessarily hit with me. I don't know if it's resonated with me. Um, with the things he's me. saying, with the with the mood lighting, and they've got. I mean, one thing I do to his credit, he tries harder than the writers do, or at yeah. least maybe not the writers, but he tries harder than Vince at least to explain his stories. You can see that there's a real effort there. The Edge wants everything to make sense. He's trying his ass off to make it make sense. It's the WWE just like, hey, you know, we need one good guy and one bad guy. And then you just go and have the match and people are going to love it. And like, that's all we need. And he's like, well, I need more. I need to make everything make sense. I need to go up there and tie up all these loose ends. I need to explain why I attacked him. I feel like that is all him. I think this match would be even more of a mess if AJ wasn't dedicated to telling his own stories. Can you give me a breakdown from what you have seen with their storyline? Why is Edge going after AJ? Okay, so I think it's because, and this is like really pulling... You're reading into things that they've done. Go ahead. Um, They've been wrestling together for a long time in different companies. Their paths have never crossed. He's always wanted the match, but he didn't think he would win it as the nice guy. Jeez. So he had to do what he, he had to do what he did. See, I'm like when I'm watching all this stuff, and I was like, I glaze over while he's doing these things, and I'm like, I don't know why he's. I hear the you know we're in different companies, and I get out of it. He wants AJ to be at his best, which means to be at his meanest. But I'm like, there's no reason why he <laughs> had to smash his brains. It was like, okay, I get it. I I mean, listen, it's wrestling, and we got to try to make something out of nothing, but it was like, oh, AJ challenged him and he became a bad guy and tried to kill him. Okay. It's like, well, you don't have a reason to be hate, have hatred toward him because he was in TNA and you were in WWE. Okay. But no, I think he said, he said, he said that he needed to get to a place where um, he needed to find something where he made sure he would win. So yeah. Um, it doesn't make great sense, but I think no. it makes more sense than the company would have allowed it to make. Okay, so continuing on, uh, next in my order, I have uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. McAfee, a 5-4 to four underdog, and Theory is a 4-6 to six minus 150 favorite. You're thinking there's going to be something going on in this match which would shy me uh, off from this. If this is just those two going, I would also agree that... Um, Austin Theory has to win this because how bad do you look that you're the full-time wrestler who's supposed to be getting, you know, going to the moon and all this, and and the announcer beats you. You can have a good match, but you cannot lose this match. Yeah, I mean, I still feel, obviously, with betting this one's difficult if my theory is correct because, no pun intended, but if this ends up being some kind of... uh, handicap match and Vince is involved as I feel he will be then then yeah I'm not sure how your how your books are going to respond to it but I do feel in the end 
Vince McMahon is the one who goes one up on on McAfee here. Um, so the next match is another celebrity match. You have Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Uh, Knoxville, this was this opened up 50-50. I remember texting you and saying, "This is this is they're, they're making mistakes here. Like celebrities don't lose. Uh, they seem to have worked that out." Maybe it's because there was an abundance of money, or maybe it was just because they they realized what happened historically with um, the likes of uh, LT and Floyd Mayweather and Snooki and Aki Bono. They've all won. I swear, I didn't actually research this, but I wonder if celebrities are on a bigger undefeated streak than The Undertaker. I feel they have to be on some kind of streak. I really can't think of a celebrity that lost I mean, even Mr. T won for two years in matches against Piper from the very start. So the only thing I could think of is Battle Royal when it was all oh, the football the players. Right, yeah, that, that yeah, was it. Not, I don't think that that doesn't count. Doesn't even think. count. No, um, regular match they don't lose. So I'm thinking this is a way for um, Sammy to lose, but to keep face because I think this is going to be their quote unquote cinematic stuff where I've said all the jackass guys showing up. They're going to be in a, a room with a bunch of, you know, pillows exploding in their face. This is going to be nonsense. There's going to be rolling around in in mouse traps. And so it's going to be, yeah, I lost, but I was practically killed, you know, and I blew, I exploded. So I, I think that's uh, the way you could do this for Johnny Knoxville to win. Okay, and another celeb match here uh, happening on night one. You have Ray and Dominic the Mysterios. Going up against Miz and Logan Paul, I may ask Conan to find out the result of this one because the um, the the odds on Logan Paul and Miz are huge. They're here at uh, seven to four, seven to four underdogs, and the Mysterios are the four to nine favorites. So it's just better than minus two hundred. I think these odds are too big. Again, mm. we have the celebrity angle, and I do feel that um, the Logan Paul and Miz will separate at the end of this yeah. because I do feel that. He probably doesn't want to come away from this as a as a heel. It's not beneficial to the other projects yeah. that he's going to do moving forward. And, and I do see hints of that already. But I also don't think he's gonna he's gonna lose. And I mean, mm. if he does lose, um, that that's fine. But I think the odds are just too short on Mysterio's being the first celebrities to the first people, sorry, to win against celebrities. But the stupid thing in my back of my head, and there's so many dumb factors in this match. I'm thinking. Oh, he's on the cover of the video game and he gets a match at WrestleMania this year and <laughs> does it sell video games if he loses to Logan? It's so it's so it's such stupid stuff to consider, but it is all valid. The the thought of mine is the team of Miz and Paul lose, but Paul gets over because they end up fighting where he knocks Miz out and it's his own, so it's can't be dis disqualified or anything like that. They get in an argument for something stupid where it's not Paul's fault and Miz is the Miz, and he gets clocked and lays out and Mysterio pins him, and it's like, then maybe you get all them celebrating together with, like, Logan is celebrating with them, the good guys, to put him as the good guy now. Well, Logan's going to be like, buy my friend Ray Mysterio's video game. He's on the cover. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and shove it down a, our throats. Get me, as a special, get me as a special character and everything. Yeah, I, I um, imagine this is much uh, Tyson and Michaels. That's what that's what I see here. Do you think yeah, uh, do afterwards too, or during the match maybe this happens? 
Yeah, I do too, but I just wonder if they might win first, that's all. Mm. Um, okay, we've got RK Bro, Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. Uh, we all spoke about this um, at length on the show. RK are one to two favourites. Three to one Street Profits, six to one Alpha Academy. The three to one on Street Profits does appeal to me because I do feel that over the course of the weekend, they'll win the championships. I feel that if they win it at WrestleMania, the big angle on Raw is Orton turning heel. But they've been going at such a slow pace. I feel like what you could add on Raw is Street Profits winning and RK Bro just win this match. This to me seems like a good WrestleMania opener for night two with RK Bro starting it off with a win. I'm. I you said this the other day about you thought Profits will end up with it eventually throughout the weekend stuff. And um, after they got laid out on on Raw, I'm picking them to win this match. That's where my money would be for them to win. Because they really got like, they were destroyed. They jumped in and got destroyed. So uh, that's hard for me. And plus, I think they're going to be good as bad guys. I think it's completely refreshing with them uh, doing bad guy stuff. Especially Montez. Um, They both got that edge to them. But Montez going into bad guy stuff, I thought was really good. Yeah, I think it's natural for them. I don't think that they they were getting over as baby faces for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been pretty stale, and it's like one of these things. Like if you don't get it, you don't get it, and you're not with it. So yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but I'm just not sure if it's WrestleMania, given the title changes that we have. I, I know Vince is funny about that. I know I went to WrestleMania a few years back at 33, and uh, he said that seven title changes were too much. Mm. And they scaled back and took a couple off the took a couple off the the card. I think I can't remember which ones they were. I think one of them was Corbin beating Dean Ambrose was turned over. I can't remember the others. Um, but yeah, I, I I'll stick with what I said. But I, I do think profits over the weekend. So the three to one's worth it. Um, here we have the women's tag match. Sasha Banks and Naomi are the three to five favorites. Um, Ripley and Morgan three to one, Carmella and Zelina big odds seven to one to retain, and then you have Natty and Shayna at ten to one. I think even if you think Sasha and Naomi are going to win, I would still protect myself with seven to one on the retaining it for Carmella and Zelina. I, I'm going with the the retaining. Um, I just think, like we said, uh, if if anybody's going to win, it is going to be the Sasha uh, pairing. But I think Sasha is more needed as a single. Um, to be an opponent for a world title. So I think they're not going to do it. I mean, they can lose it back the next day, but I just feel, but one of the things that, that stuck out for me and the reason why I feel pretty adamant that they'll win is because number one, it's a pretty bad spot for Sasha. But if you consider the year she's had and to be winding up in this tag match, at least yeah. she's in there with a, a real life friend. And second of all, I don't think you say as a as a company, as by your actual social media, if she's going to lose again, you don't say she's never won. You don't put out the graphic. They literally put out the thing, and it was like Sasha from last year, you know, when she was on the floor uh, crying or whatever, whatever it was, and said that she's 0-6 above her head. Mm. It's like, why do you make that to yeah. tell people, hey, you know, when she loses again, she's going to be a seven-time loser. It's like, I feel once you bring that out, you do it when you're ready to to stop it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, you did. You freaked me out with that yesterday, where I didn't even really see when they did it. Um, 
But yeah, that that's that is a, a little bit of a scary point. But I'm like, well, if they don't want to do a lot of title changes, this would be one to be able to get away with. Okay, so um, next up we have Usos versus Nakamura and Boogs. Usos one to two, Boogs and Nakamura six to four. I think this is another uh, a slam dunk one where the Usos keep the belts. Yeah, I don't have too much more to, to add to that. I think looking at night one, where you have the two women's title matches, you have the Logan Paul match, you have Austin coming out at the end, you have the return of uh, Cody as well. I feel this is in a definitely in a filler slot, and I don't think that in a filler slot you're going to want to do too much with the belts. So, yeah, I think this, this for me, is one of the strong plays, and I really think these odds are actually pretty good on this. Uh, getting this at one to two minus two hundred. I think if you're making parlays, uh, the Usos are going to be something that I'm looking at, and then obviously that big finish, a bloodline, holding up all the belts and and yeah. whatnot at the end of the show. All right, so a couple more. Um, I'm trying to think what's the least important thing here as we as we run through. Okay, so I've got. I'm going to go to Olmos and Bobby Lashley next, and like us when we did the show yesterday. They cannot be split with the odds. There's ten, they're both 10 to 11 each. Mm. Uh, me and you are split on what we think we, will happen with this match, too. I mean, I, I, believe. I think Bobby wins this match. Um, but, <laughs> like I said, there was a lot of times yesterday, you and Joe, Joe Cronin from the show that we were doing uh, yesterday on Conan show, where you guys mentioned a couple things, and then you mentioned, well, how about MVP helps almost because it's going to be Bobby being a good guy and MVP's got to go be with somebody and that's a, the talking piece for him. And I was like, that's that that could be so true. So, yeah. Oh, I almost can't talk. That whole, yeah. like, you want this, you want this, you want this, like, that kick on, that can't carry on. That, that root, root, root voice, yeah. The, uh, I mean, and he's from, where the hell, where is he from? Is he from Nigeria? I think he is. I think so. Or is that just uh, yeah. uh, Apollo? Uh, yeah, so I I would go with Bobby Lashley just because it's like... <sighs> See, you get me messed up here, man. Um, if Bobby is losing, it's the way for him to lose is by the whole cheating thing because <laughs> it's like who else is going to then get to almost... If Bobby Lashley can't beat him, then what, what in the world? Yeah, I I feel relatively certain some way or another that Olmos will win this match just because I knew that they had this earmarked as a match. I knew that Olmos at one point was being considered for the title. I know that one of his big protectors is The Undertaker. Uh, I know a lot of stuff about this, um, and I knew they were going to force him onto the card, and, I, and it wasn't going to be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. So I, don't think, I, think, I think to be in this spot where it's not really an important match, and then to suddenly lose, I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is a new guy who's going to go on a a pretty a long streak. So I, mm. I think maybe not to the championship, because especially with unification, the championship is in a hostage situation right now because Roman's going from last year to this year to the next year, as far as I know. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's going to have to be something different they do with it. Maybe this is the new like streak on TV where everybody's trying to beat this guy. I mean, that's a thing. If any, with anything... You can make it super important. Like if Omus is, if next year Omus Omus hasn't lost for two years, 
then that's a new thing to take at Mania. Yeah, right? then he could Just go against Roman, through. and you would actually say, oh, well, I wonder who's going to win. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't want to see that. But, oh, but of course not. But there, there, it's, at least it would be a bit, you would be like, well, I wonder who would win. That would, that would actually intrigue me to wonder who would win. I don't want to see it, but... <laughs> Uh, this is the last match I was going to cover, but i just seen that New Day match has been added to my betting list. So oh. uh, Drew McIntyre is a 1-10 to 10 favorite against Corbin. He's the strongest favorite on the card. Corbin 6-1. to one. And this might be the surprise, right? But, I mean, if they want to do a surprise, this would be the one where Corbin actually wins because they, oh, he's undefeated, he's undefeated. And then, you know, uh, I, I, I could never gamble that badly, though. It, it would have to be Drew McIntyre. And your other popcorn match on night one is New Day versus Sheamus and Holland, where New Day are the one to two favorites, and Sheamus and Holland are six to four plus one fifty. I'm thinking New Day because of punishment, which is very interesting because after Holland breaks the man's neck, he gets a win the next time they were on TV. And I was like, mm. wow. They did not even, because you know the company's petty. Like like the man really tried to break his neck. I mean, come on, we know that, you know, it's a horrible accident. But that's what that business does. They punish people for doing stuff. Um, which is very interesting, too, because even when it came to Ricochet breaking Holland's nose, <laughs> they pushed him to the moon after that. They gave him the championship, the, the IC. So. Yeah, I mean. I spoke to Disco about it. I mean, and when a wrestler says that it's not his fault, like if you take that move, you have to do Help a, a lot of the work, which Biggie apparently didn't do. So, last thing we'll do, uh, we'll talk about, then we'll look at some parlay, uh, fixed parlays. Uh, the Austin Owens uh, mm. thing, whatever altercation has, has odds. So, first and foremost, you have Austin and Owens to be an official match. It's 10 to 11, yes, and 10 to 11, no. The stipulations mm. of this are the referee must ring the bell for the match to start. I say no, that there won't be a match. I say yes. Do you think it's I that say. one, the the next day thing, which I think is a great idea, where they kind of fight a little bit and then he challenges them no. to an actual match the next day? Okay. No, I think it's impromptu. Okay. I think it's impromptu. Um, this is an odd one. Uh, yes or no. Um, over, over, under, stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Over two and a half individuals successfully stunned, uh, including Kevin Owens, any time during the event. So if you assume Owens mm -hmm. is going to stun Austin, which I, I don't think that's, a, that's something that I would necessarily assume, but let's mm -hmm. say he does. And let's say Austin stuns Owens, right? Yeah. You would then need... Um, another individual to be stunned. Such so they as just said stunner down or a referee. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's a so it's not three stunners. That's very important because that's the next thing that I'm gonna. That's the next thing. This is two over two point five. So three individual people to be stunned. Okay. I say no. I cannot see who that would be. No, and why would it's why would security even get involved to even get stunned in the first place if it's you know they're the, they're there for a brawl. Uh, I agree with you. Three actual different people getting stunned. No, I would say it's less than that. Yeah, I don't see that as a 50-50 bet at all. Now, this one actually has a clear favorite, a 1-2 to two minus 200 favorite for yes, 
and six to four for no. And the bet is Steve Austin. Uh, where is it here? Sorry, hold on. Yes, Steve Austin to to, to hit over two point five successful stunners on Kevin Owens. So they're saying that one to two minus two hundred. The, the strong favourite is that Kevin Owens gets stunned three times. Mm. Why does Kevin Owens get stunned three times? I'm happy just to take the the other side of this and hope that he doesn't get stunned three times because, okay, let's say it's a match and he gets pinned and let's say he gets up after he loses and he stuns him again. That's already two. Where is the third one? He's going to drink more beer. Owens is going to get back up again. Owens is going to kick out of the stunner. None of this is going to happen. It's not AEW. So I'm trying to... That's my only thought is if it turned into an actual match... You know they do the kick out after a finisher at Mania. Not the stunner. No, no, Not no, the stunner. No, no. You don't Steve think Austin. so. Okay. Steve, watch your Ultimate Warrior Triple H from WrestleMania 12. Like, <laughs> that's what I think this We're is going to be look punished like. too. You really? You think? Yeah, oh, I think you think it's, it's just a squat, like. a beat up. You don't think this goes for a while? I think he gets. I think he gets some shit on him. I think he gets him down. Maybe pulls a beer on him or whatever. Mm. Sets him up for a hits him with a stunner, but I think if anyone's kicking out and stunner, it's Austin. This is particularly how many stunners Austin hits on Owens, not vice versa. And yeah. I know this bet is available at loads of bookies because I was sent this by somebody who had this set an American book, mm-hmm. and I was very surprised because I wasn't going to include it in my betting package. But now I feel like some of these props I will go for. Um, let's close out looking at request the bet parlays. Um, actually, we have some. Request a bet appearances added here. Um, Shane McMahon, one to ten, so that seems pretty obvious. Yeah, to appear in person at the venue. Gabe Stevenson, one to five. I, I would, if I could bet against that, I would. Yeah, one to five for him to be there. I would like to bet against that. Book a team to appear at a venue, one to three. Does that work sure on that pre show, or that has to be like what? When is the time count? No, it says not including kickoff. Oh. And then you have Hulk Hogan as a one to two favorite as well. So far, you have all of these guys as clear favorites. The only one I think is worthy is Shane McMahon. I don't see him appearing. Uh, you have Brandy Rhodes, eight to 13, Kevin Nash, eight to 13, and Sean Waltman, eight to 13. Under what segment? I don't understand. Something what for part Scott of the show Hall? In the audience? Or... Scott Hall's not on the show. It's I know, but going, something for him? Do they have a little tribute? But are you going to lay odds on for that? No. No, I'm not. I'm not doing. But I'm just thinking, what possibility would they be on see, for? Here you have a fifty-fifty bet of ten to eleven. Jake Paul to appear in person at the venue. Now, can you imagine a finish in a match? Is Jake Paul helps them win, and they, they get the publicity of that? I'm even thinking he's in the front row, just rooting on his brother, and they show him. Yeah, that would count. As that's well. yeah, and I think uh, that's almost one hundred percent. I would think, I would really think so. They would go, oh, and you know, supporting his brother, and they, you know, handshake or whatever. You know, they give a hug before he gets in the ring. I'm gonna bet that right now. <laughs> I convinced right you into now. it. Yeah. Okay, and then all of these people are at plus money. I'm not gonna go through their odds. There's too many to mention. If you, if there's somebody that you think you want to talk about, stop me. Okay. Uh, Lita, Trish Stratus. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Trayvon Diggs. Their audience Oscar. audience for Dak and Elliott, I could definitely yeah, I'm see. I'm actually liking more of these underdogs, I must say. Uh, Oscar, 
Bailey. Mm. Bailey. Uh, Bailey. John I go C- for. John Cena. Someone sent me a story today. I'm not sure if it's an April Fool's joke or if it's real. With John Cena to appear at person at the venue, and somebody's saying he's going to make a, a run in as the peacemaker. Oh shit! <laughs> but I'm not sure if it's a joke. My God. <laughs> Someone asked me that today. They said, uh, think John Cena will be there? I go, I don't think so at all. I go, there's no reason, really. No. Yeah. Uh, let's carry on. Rodman, Rock. Rodman. Owen Wilson, Elias, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, CM Punk, Cesaro, and Jericho. Now, Elias being at five five to one, again, I'm interested in like a tiny bit of money on that. Does he show up to do something about Boogs? Is that the new... Uh... Uh, and you see Bray is in Dallas. I go, oh, they always give us teasing hope just because he's there. And I'm like, oh, I wish they got this thing going again. And would you would you accept the unification match gets ruined by Bray Wyatt beating up both guys and coming back? If they if they're trying to get out of the finish. Would oh, would the would the crowd God. accept would the crowd accept the, the light would the crowd accept Brock Lesnar hits the F five and the fiend That's destroys good. both you know what? I don't know about this. Stru- but- it's like the Rollins finish, but no title. Check. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I mean, there would be an enormous reaction and a pop, I would say, too, for it. Where if he hits that F5 and the lights go out and then that red light comes on with that music, oof, that, that, would, that place would, the rafters would shake from it. But there has to be. I don't know. I think there would be the problem. It would be that, and then what do you do? And you can't have it end. You just can't have it end as a dud, though. It's like he just kills everyone. Thank you for coming to Mania, everyone. <laughs> as they lay there dead. Drive home safely. I mean, what are you going to do? You got to do something. And as I was going to go through the request to bet match winners, um, I can see here on Skybet, and I'm just going to be very brief, every single combination is almost available if you want to take wow. four or five selections. So hmm. it doesn't start with anything with three, but it starts as the biggest favorite of the favorite, which is for them, Reigns, Belair, Rousey, and McIntyre. Immediately, immediately, I am swerving that. I'm not interested in anything really with Bianca Belair in Me it. Too. So you have to go way down to find anything that I'm interested in at bigger odds. So, yeah, I mean, the first seven that they've selected all involve Bianca Belair. So despite the fact that they do have a load and load of combinations here, um, you have to go further down to find anything that I'm interested in. Because, And also, I always sometimes feel, I see this historically, this is something I picked up on. Um, I don't know if these bookies do or don't have any information. But I always assume that me, little Billy Barty sitting here in his in his flat in London, I'm able to find out the results very often through my contacts and sources. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if somebody who runs a major betting outfit and wants to price these lines correctly to make sure that they don't get destroyed by somebody, if they can find out what the results are or, or find out some of the results. And... I always see things like um, Bianca being put in every single parlay. I saw this at Royal Rumble, right? I saw Roman Reigns in every single one, and he lost to Seth. Huh. And it, and everybody would have lost their yeah. bets. And it was like, and it was very much a case of 
you couldn't actually bet one without Roman. So they put themselves in a no-lose situation. But it's it's way, way down the list before you find any kind of parlay, enhanced parlay here without uh, Bianca Belair in it. And for me, that's the particular match that I'm looking to avoid. Now, I'm not saying here categorically that Bianca will lose. Yeah. But what I am saying is that it's very hard for me to get my head around Bianca and Rousey winning. And if you put a gun to my head and say to me, is Ronda Rousey winning or is Bianca Belair winning? For the political reasons of, imagine you got Ronda back to win the belt. And imagine you walk up to her and say, hey, um, a lot of people know that you're winning. Bianca's winning too. We need to do something different. Are you okay with us giving people a big surprise tonight and you lose? I think you need to be in that in the wrestling industry to to understand that. And also, I think it's a much harder conversation to have with one over the other. I just feel that it is. I, I look at it. It's Ronda Rousey. It's Bianca Belair. Hey, Bianca, sorry, you're not winning tonight. We've had to change it, but you'll get the belt in a couple of months. Hey, Ronda, you're not winning tonight. Sorry, everybody came down and your whole redemption story is, like, fucked up with, like, you know, you getting, like, pregnant and coming back four months later and then, you know, not doing what Becky did, you know, because Becky's doing the whole thing of like, oh, I, my comeback was better and I look better and my program's better and all this. Have you seen the comments that Becky made about how they um, how they shouldn't be the main event and why, how it's two losers going in and how hers and Bianca's story is much better? No. How they, and how, oh, is this, like she did an interview with Ariel. Her, her, Could you try again? Oh, Siri didn't catch Siri's that either. Siri's asking about it. Oh. Um, but, um, I thought that was. I honestly thought that was you in a British accent. I didn't, I didn't catch that. No, I haven't um, found but, out. Um, Let me know. <laughs> but yeah, like she, she's actually really gone out and buried the match. And I understand, like some of this is her character, but some of it sounds a little bit legit. And I think that's like Becky's quality. I think she's underrated. I don't think you really know what she's trying, what she really means, or whether she's being serious or not. But yeah, try and seek that out. Um, but yeah, I think um, I'm not interested in parlays with Bianca. It's just to summarize what I'm saying. There. Yeah, I, I don't either. And to go back to that point about, I, I'm actually thinking the opposite way, where I think it would be easier to approach Ronda with, "Hey, how about you lose?" instead of an actual person that's been in wrestling, because they're the ones that seem to be like, "That's not good for this," and "That's not good for the character of this." Where I think Ronda's more business and. If she had an objection, it would be business-wise. It wouldn't be, well, it'd be. I think she would have more of a head on her shoulders to go. You pay me to do what you want me to do, whatever you know. And because that's how I feel, where it's like you're paying me to be a human action figure. What you want me to do, I'll do. You're paying for this service. I love where it's like people are like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm paying you to do a job for me. You don't tell me you're not doing I can't go to my work and go, you know what? I'm not really doing that. I pay you to do that. Well, Keith Lee told him. <laughs> Keith Lee goes, I need inspiration <laughs> to be me. I need a re <laughs> I need a reason to be angry. <laughs> tell me what my inspiration is again. All right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm I agree with you with the the Bianca thing. After I wouldn't have said that until after she cut Becky's hair. If it was reversed, 100% Bianca is winning that match. Now, I don't know, and I'm not shocked if Becky wins this, and I'm telling you, she's getting that hair chopped off at the end of the night. 
And for me, it's all about them being on the same night too. Because if, if Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch opens up night one mm-hmm. and Ronda Rousey's closing out night two, it's very, very easy for me. It's Bianca winning to start the second show and uh, Ronda Rousey wins, whether it be... I mean, both women could win at the beginning of both shows, but it still means they're both winning. But on the same night, you're going to flip both the women's mm-hmm. belts. Again, obviously, there's this theory out there that... I mean, Becky is talking shit about Ronda and Charlotte. There's still this theory out there that the two winners from the two winners from the women's matches on Saturday then unify the belts on Sunday. Like that's still mm. knocking around. This whole people can't seem to get their head around these two matches being on the same night. And you know what? That's through my sources, that is the question I have asked the most. Are they if they're gonna unify one, are they gonna unify the other? Yeah. Like are they gonna do any why is about why are the matches on the same night? Uh, so far, every time I've been told no so far. Mm. Um, but I still wouldn't be surprised. Let's um, let's wrap this yep. up. So that is it for your betting show. You could find all of our nonsense. Uh, most of Billy's betting stuff, though, you want to go to. Uh, what's that site for us, Billy? What we have right there, lockbetting.com. That's where you want to go for your betting packages and get all your... Mania picks, his official picks. These are not his official picks, but on his site, he will have them, and you can buy different packages to uh, go over what you want to bet if you are able to bet where you are. Um, And maybe Billy will actually put out something uh, on Twitter to where he says, here's your best place to bet if you are in places like me in California where you're not allowed to uh, do these things, but or at least have wrestling odds to bet on. Uh, all my nonsense is at Lingus Mafia. Wherever you go for social media, it is always at Lingus Mafia. And also, patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia, or wherever you get podcasts, just type in Lingus Mafia. Uh, it's funny how Billy's shirt folds at the right place, so it looks like Vince is even older than he normally is with a, with a jaw. <laughs> Folded like a man with no teeth. So, all right, for Mr. Billy this, Bobby, is, a, this is a small T-shirt. Over a um, oh, over, over a, shirt. a medium over a medium hoodie, which is like a warm hoodie, and it's a small like, shirt. I, like what size? Yeah, I just that's my size, small. Uh, you wear a small? Yeah. Good lord, you don't wear a medium, and actually, you actually wear small. Good lord. Oh, small, yeah. God, my. You God. know that you've been out with me. you've been out with me. I know you like a little tighter stuff, but I didn't think small. I mean, it's not like you're a twink or anything. Like you're not like 120 pounds or anything. Well, the small, the smalls are like hugging now because since COVID and everything. Like you know, <laughs> a lot of the small, a lot of the smalls now. I wear them in the morning after I've taken a shit. Right, you wake <laughs> up, you get you get everything out, you put your small t-shirt on. But I don't want to be out. Feels a little eating. better. I don't. I don't want to go to a restaurant and have a burger or anything. <laughs> with then a you know on. about it. Yeah, you could see the yeah, burger that, right on the side. <laughs> before I was okay. Like I'd go to the US. I'd pack all my small t-shirts. I'd eat shit for the whole week and I'd be fine. Like in my in my early thirties. But now, yeah, I wear the small. It still fits. It's not oh in that situation God. yet when it don't fit. But like, I need to wear the small when I get up in the morning after I've been to the bathroom. And then uh, I can't eat. I can't be caught out eating with a small. Maybe like a salad <laughs> or a protein shake or something, but not like anything hefty. Wow. So that, that's where we're at with the with the small T-shirts right now. That is funny. A small. But I, I have, I now have all the smalls here. Like they're in every drawer here. 
I now have the mediums in these three drawers. I've had to, because I know it's like, it's a fat day today. So I'll put the mediums on in these medium. three instead. One day, when, whenever we hang out again, Billy, we're going to swap clothes for a day just for fun. <laughs> all we got here, yeah, look, see on the... These are the uh, those are mediums. Wow! So I just pulled out. Yeah, you do like that whole cut down the front. You chop your own shirts so it's down. I like a. I'm like McAfee. I wear a tank top like all year round and just put like something else, like a a zip up. Usually, I have my zip up jackets because I don't like that you get choked in the neck by a t shirt. That's because you live in California. Yeah, it's not going to be that cold. Even the even the the weather here has bipolar syndrome. So. I mean, it's it's cold it, at 4 a.m. It's 35 degrees sometimes, and that's like winter time. But otherwise, 55, you're you're getting to be the worst, maybe. But right now, I think well, it's 70. Let's finish this before I start yeah. telling you about what happened to our gas prices today from April the first, because we had a massive 35 percent increase today on. So yeah, but welcome to the club. Him. All right, everyone. I'm Cav Manning. That's Billy Body. And uh, join us next time. We'll be back tomorrow, actually, with some more breakdown of WrestleMania. Take it easy. Yeah. So just to let you guys know, we're going to be back with the latest, uh, the latest update uh, just before, uh, just after NXT. So a few hours before WrestleMania, we're going to come on very, very briefly. What have you heard? What have you heard? What have you read? What do you think? Have you changed your mind about anything? Just a very, very quick overview. And actually, what we're mostly going to be doing is these questions down the side that we've not really addressed because this show is going out on a couple of other podcasts. So we want it to be as concise as we as we can be. We'll tweet out we before we go on, too. So if you do have questions, you'll be ready to jump online. And um, Billy can see all the questions, so he can go through them once uh, we jump on tomorrow. And we'll, we'll get yeah, to so it'll mostly it'll mostly be that. It'll mostly be a live interaction show. So Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm Kev, he's Billy. Talk to you guys tomorrow.